What's going on? What's going on? I'm back. It's your boy Jay. I hate average podcast. Last week we had to take off. I just wanted to just take a break and just exhale and, and really, really celebrate in my mind about this past year. We've been doing this for a full year. Had some ups, some downs, but I've been getting support from you guys and I really, really appreciate it. It's been interesting. It's been a learning experience. I've been connected with people whom I didn't know would support. It's it's been very, very interesting. And it's just came from an idea and it's the fact that you guys supported it. I've been I've been saying this all week on my social media, but I really, really appreciate it. And I'm excited about what's gonna happen next with this. But anyway, we have a great guest. Speaking of connecting, this guest he is that's what he does. He just he has a knack for and a passion for having a human connection um nowadays with social media and, and you know we're so into our devices and technology and the internet that we don't have that human connection and this next guest thomas knox he started the date while you wait project he's been I don't know if you guys in New York City might have seen him in subways. He sets up a table, has a board game, and uh, he just has conversation and connects with people. Just you know, you could tell them about your day, you could tell them about your issues, and just someone you could talk to, someone you could connect with. And it seems like nowadays it's something that people are constantly avoiding. So I just talked to him about you know what made him start this now, being that you know people are always have headphones in their ears they always have their phone in their hand and not and also not just that but people just have a standoffish uh personality especially new yorkers so we, we talked about that and talked about um his passions and some of the surprises that he had and how people was really interested in connecting so here's my interview with thomas knox date while you ate All right, everyone, I'm here with Mr. Thomas Knox. Uh, you guys probably know him better from his company and his project, Date While You Wait. How are you, Mr. Knox? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I, I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for having me. Uh, no problem. No problem, man. So before I start everything, how did, how did you get the idea of starting Date While You Wait? Yeah, so uh, Date While You Wait was, essentially created um, based on negativity. Um, I had a friend who I was supposed to go out with for dinner, and when I got home and reached out to her, she was frustrated about her commute. Okay. Based on her frustration, I was like, hey, you know, what if I do something cool where I can connect with people? And uh, she was like, no, that's crazy. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, and then I shared it with some of my friends and they thought it was, thought it was a dope idea so we ended up going out later on um, like a week later and setting up in the subway okay I mean it definitely is a dope idea uh, at first you know I heard people talking about it and then I think I seen it on the news I was kind of surprised because you know I'm a New Yorker and I'm used to people you know having attitudes while they wait for the train on the platform and I was surprised how people, you know, kind of took to you. They, 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 something, you know, people sat down and started conversations with you. So was you surprised at first from the reaction or, or was it something that in your mind you, you 
thought people would would gravitate towards? Uh, no, not at all. I, I was was not surprised because I honestly I was freaking out that I was doing it. So I think <laughs> I was more so freaked out that I was actually sitting in the subway connecting with people. But uh, I know I just know people want to connect, not just based on the relationships and conversations I've had with people throughout my life, experiences that I have. So I wasn't too too surprised when people. I were engaging with me and asking me questions about what the you know what the project was um, at that time. Definitely. So, what's what's uh some of the feedback? Because I know you've been getting a lot of a uh, lot of press. Um, you've been on on news networks. You you've been speaking. So, what what's like a, the biggest surprise you had since starting this project? Like, what's the biggest? You know, I know it started from like a small idea. So, what's what's your biggest surprise that you you had uh, starting this? It's definitely uh, having the ability or, or hearing people's stories. I think um, there's so many unique stories out there, and I'm not one to judge someone, but a lot of people I meet, just by looking at them, I could never tell some of the things they share with me. Um, just mind-blowing me. Uh, it, could be, it could be like, you know, when it comes to the, the career path and the work, work that they do or, you know, issues or even the wonderful things that are happening with families. Uh, um, but I, I, the biggest surprise is definitely having conversations with people and having no idea that they're going to share what they're about to share, <laughs> um, and having a deeper conversation from that. Yeah. So, 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 what, what's your story? Like, what, what was you working on before you started the Date While You Wait project? Are you a native New Yorker? Oh yeah, I'm born and raised uh, in Brooklyn, grew up in East Flatbush. Um. I went to you know, middle school and, and public school there. And then when I got to high school, my, my mom moved to Staten Island. So I finished high school in Staten Island. Um, yeah, my friends were from New York. Uh, a lot of people don't believe me. They say I'm too nice. I'm just like, I, I have the New Yorker spirit when I need it. And I'll pull it out when I need to pull it out. Yeah. Um, but before I started doing DYU, I was working for Apple. And okay. Um, I was there for about at that time probably about six years, um, and then I you know I left Apple to focus on BYU full time. Right. But was it was it a passion project or was it just born out of uh, frustration with work or was it just something that you just felt people might need? It's a space or area that people might need. Oh uh, yeah, so it it definitely wasn't a passion project. It was. De- it was just something, honestly, it's just something fun to do. I, I, I'm the type of person that when I come up with stuff, I just do them. I don't, I don't really care what the, the reaction is going to be or what people think about it until I do it. And it was just something that I wanted to do because, you know, based off the conversation I had with my friend, but uh, it wasn't supposed to turn into a pattern project or it wasn't like a, a, you know, a social experiment or anything. I just literally just was like, let's have some fun and connect with people because we don't do it enough. Outside the the uh, the subway, how how was that experience? How how was you able to connect with with people to have them 
know who you are outside of the subway? How how was you able to do that? Honestly, it's it's due to all the press. Okay. Um, so my goal was not to get press. I got <laughs> I don't really care that much about press. I don't care that much about social media. Like it's I'm the type of person. Like I said, I just go out and do things. So um, I just got popular because of all the, all the press, all the news channels talking about me, and yeah. and I you know I have a very distinct look. So you know I wear a bow tie and I wear a hat. Um, so when people see that, they're like, oh, I've seen you somewhere. Um, <laughs> so that was really what what it turned into. But I originally, I literally I had no idea it was going to be as big as it's gotten. And um, yeah, it's very, very interesting how people like pull me out, even when I'm not like in my bow tie. I can be in some t-shirt and some jeans and people are like, you look very familiar. I know you from somewhere. And I, so I used to always play it off and be like, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, like, who? But now that I have a company, the more people that know about us, obviously, the more impact we can have. So, um, so now when people stop me, I like literally like sit down and I have a conversation with them, and I engage with them and learn a little bit more about them and share some of the other things that I do. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't, I had no idea I was going to be able to engage with people the way I've been doing it. Definitely. So, so, what, what, what's the mission now that like you say you turned it into a company? So, what's, um. What are the, the the missions or what are the aspects of the company that you're trying to help people with? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. There's, well, I feel like we're still trying to figure it out. But for right now, uh, I've kind of broken it down into three three pillars. For us. Okay. Um, and the main thing is the main thing is uh, creating a platform for people to connect in unique ways. So it doesn't always have to be specific to subways, but I've done DIY festivals, I've done DIY universities. Um, so it's not really specific to subways, but that's what it's known for. Um, so that's it's kind of number one. Um, I've, I've also since like broken down into to an event series. So we have an event series uh, we were doing, and we kind of put it on the back burner for now for the summer, but we're going to go back to it in the fall. Okay. And that's literally called the Connection Series. Nice. Um, and that series is, yeah, Connection Series. And it's focused just on having panel discussions about a specific topic and all of the Q&A happening through board games. Wow. So all of the panelists, we set them up individually at board games and they connect with the audience um, and participants in board games. That's um, kind so of it's cool. a really cool kind of experience with that. Yeah, yeah, we've been doing some really cool things with that. So I'm excited to, uh, to kind of redevelop it for the fall. Yeah. Um, we also, I also do workshop series. I have a workshop series that I do for high school and middle school students. Um, I've done it a couple of schools here in the city, and I'm trying to kind of roll it out as a, as a program. Okay. And that, that's also called the Connection Workshop Series, um, and it's focused on the workflow I use to create connection with people. So it's called the Three C's of Human Connection. Um, and literally, like, I've done it in a couple of schools already, and we're just trying to roll it out to more schools. Um, then the last thing I do is I do public speaking. So I'm with an agency and I go to universities and I, you know, do like like an hour keynote presentation around my experiences about connection. And we have a moment and some time where we do, uh, we have board games and we've got for students to engage in. Um, so those are the kind of the threefold that we've been working on. But okay. honestly, we, we're going in so many different directions. Like now I'm doing a web series, I'm working on a podcast. Oh, wow. um, I'm doing a lot of like brand partnerships. 
So, yeah, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot yeah. in the pipeline for us. Okay. Um, so, yeah, all trying to create a, you know, create a sustainable business. Yeah, so, definitely. Or scalable business. I mean, it's, it's, you're doing great work because it's, it's very difficult, especially not just um, dealing with subways, but with the new technology. There's so many barriers of people having human connections. So it's just, it's interesting that, you know, you choose now, it's kind of needed now to have, you know, create a space to have people to have natural organic human connections. So it's, it's a lot of fun, man. Yeah, it's been a great journey. Uh, just started a lot going on and it's still a lot. I'm trying to figure out as an entrepreneur, but, but I'm definitely blessed to have the opportunity to what I love and do on a, on a high level. Yeah. Um, so, what made so, yeah, you? Great. What What made you know that uh, the board games might be able to help people connect? What What made you come up with that idea? Yes. Yeah, so, so it's so funny. I get that question because I don't know. Like I don't. Even, I just literally <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna add a board game like that. Yeah. I, a lot of people want. Or, or think that it was like some strategic plan behind the shit. Like I literally <laughs> woke up and I was like, "Hey, I talk to people in the subway and I, I see people that want to engage, but they don't really want to talk to me. So maybe I should introduce a board game. Yeah. So I should just connect four. And people really started to gravitate toward that. So then we've we've sent we keep adding board games. We've added probably like four or five different board games we play. <laughs> and people love it. Like they literally sit down and have a blast. Yeah. So um, I didn't I didn't go home and like. Be like, what are the top five board games? Choose one. Like, literally, was like, <laughs> how can I connect with people? What's quick? Connect four sounds good. Has connecting. Cool. Let's do it. And we did it, and it worked out. So, That's um, trial and error. Definitely trial and error. Yeah, definitely. Plus, New Yorkers are very competitive, so I guess they see the board game as it's another opportunity they they could compete. Exactly. And I also think we. We as New Yorkers, we try to front like we don't want to connect or we don't want to talk to each other. But at the end of the day, everybody wants to talk to someone. Like, even the people that are the meanest people, just, you know, you see in these movies and TV shows, like someone's mean and they have somebody nice to talk to them and they break down and they're super open and they're emotional. You're like, damn, where did this come from? The same thing in real life. You know, people want to connect. We just have to find ways to connect to each other. That's true. So have you had any like surprise connections? You know, someone who who you, you you probably didn't even think that they would come up to you, but they just came up to you and, and, and you know, you, you kind of had a closer bond than, than the other people you connected with. Have you had, you know, like an older person or, or someone from a different race? Have you ha had those connections? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's, there's been so many different types of connections or conversations that I've had with people that um, are unique. Like, you know, there's, there's been conversations where I've had People that don't speak English, but they they know the game, so I'll sit and play a game, and we wow. don't talk at all because they don't speak any English. Wow. Um, I've had instances where uh, I've had you know homeless people sit down and play the game with me. And so I, one thing that I, I I will say, and I think everybody should know this, is that homeless people that are homeless, not homeless people, people that are homeless, yeah. they are like the nicest people in the world. Like we 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 like shoot them down sometimes, and we're like, oh, you stink, and all this and all that, but they're some of the nicest people I've ever met. Wow. And they've been like super respectful. They they have great, great stories about their lives and some of the mistakes that they've made or some of the things that have happened to them or vice versa. Um, 
but but uh, like everybody matters to me, so I don't I don't discriminate. If someone wants to connect, let's connect. Yeah. If they don't want to connect, let's play a game and go on with your day. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I've had a ton of incredible, incredible conversations with educators, with uh, police officers, and law enforcement, and oh wow, that's regular cool. people, and I talk to all different types of people, and and you know, hope to continue to do so. Definitely. But where's, where does that come from in you? Were you, were you always like that? You're always the type of person that just was open-minded and willing to connect with anyone? Absolutely not. Of course not, no. Um, I, was, I was growing up, I, I was always a class clown. I was always the funny guy. I used to do, there's one bit I always used to do, which I probably shouldn't share, but <laughs> I have no shame in my game. Yeah. I used to walk around my high school in Chappelle. was you know, Chappelle was popular. And I literally would walk around with a wig and just run around and say, I'm with James. And I would literally be like, I'm with James, bitch. I would do it all the time. <laughs> you know, walk around school, pushing people like, I'm with James. Um, yeah, I, I was a clown, man. Yeah. I've always been a clown. I, I'm still a clown. Yeah. I practically joke, you know, with my family, family and friends all the time. Um, but, but my love for connecting with people, I think, or, or I know it came probably later on in high school when I realized that, you know, a lot of us have a lot in common. Like I found out that I had um, something in common with one of my guys' counselors, this white lady from Bay Ridge. Right. Um, and I'm black from Flatbush, and I found out she was from Brooklyn. And we both, went, you know, this high school in Staten Island. So it was cool to have somebody that was from where I was from. Even though it wasn't the same exact location, but same bro. So we we, uh, we clicked there, and it helped me get through school. So, you know, she was kind of like my, my mentor in a way. I would go to her and I talked to her about Brooklyn, and she would tell me about Brooklyn when she was growing up. And you know, I think that's where, where it kind of started. And I realized that everybody, everybody has a story. You know, everybody has some somewhere they came from. Everybody, like, there's no, there's nobody that, that especially that isn't an adult that doesn't have a story um, or a journey. So I wanted to hop on that. Like, I wanted to share those journeys, all the share those stories. I wanted to hear them. I wanted to let them know that. You know, if you have a goal or you have something you're inspired by, do it. Because that's what I did, and I sit in the subway. Like, you know, how do how do we how how do we get you to a point where you you're challenged to go, or you're encouraged to go do the thing you love to do? Wow. Um, and that's what they want you to all about. So. Right, that's that's powerful, man. That's powerful. So, are you able? Do people ask you questions? Are you able to share your stories with people, or are you just there to just listen? Well, absolutely. It's, it's very conversational, so it's not one-sided. Um, you know, I do listen, but a lot of people want to know things like, hey, are you single, or where are you from, or, you know, what's your favorite board game? And, I, you know, I have conversations with people. I'm not, like I said, I'm not someone who's very shy. Um, so if there's something that you want to you want to know, you ask me, and I don't want to tell you, I'm going to tell you no, but if I'm open to it, I'll share, share my perspective. So, um, yeah, we, we it's definitely conversational. That's what kind of open for um, space and environment because um, we just want to we want to engage in both ways. We want to want to share something, something about me and obviously something about the person I'm connecting with. That's cool. You you just touched on something. So you know, people they might ask you, you know, are you single? Or whatever. Do you have, have you ever had people you know who kind of think you know in their mind it might be a real date like this? It might be someone that. You know, really might show interest in you. Have Have you ever had that? Absolutely. Yeah, of course, people sit down 
guys and girls, men and women, to think that uh, I don't want to say they think it's a work for a day because I've is. said patients soon as someone sits down. Yeah. Um, so as soon as someone sits down, I tell them like, hey, have you heard of day one? Well, you know, I haven't heard about it. Cool. Let me tell you what it's about. And then once I explain it to them, then they know that it's strictly about connection. It's not about yeah. romance or or uh, or dating romantically. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people sit down and tell me I'm cute and I'm fine and they like my beard and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> it happens. Um, I respectfully, you know, say thank you and keep it moving. So. Of course, of course. Um, but absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so you don't have, you know, someone sit down and then they miss their trade and someone else sits down and they get jealous. You don't get that. <laughs> it, it, it definitely happens. People, people, people are very strange. Yeah. When I say strange, I don't mean it in a negative way. I just think we sometimes yeah. I've got people who would walk around my table for twenty minutes. They'll miss three trains, they'll walk around and peek, <laughs> go behind the counter, peek, and then after two or three people sit down, they're like, Okay, it's safe. Then they'll sit down and they'll be like, I didn't really know what this was and when I started doing it there, there was no Wi Fi and service in the train station, so you couldn't really look it up. Now yeah. people actually like sit down, look me up and then they they're like, Oh, I just looked you up, cool and they'll come sit down. Um, so yeah, it's it, it's all about comfortability, and I've never asked people to sit with me. So I never like sat down and be like, "Hey, come sit with me." Never. Yeah. If you don't want to sit down with me, cool. If you do want to sit down with me, cool. Like either way, it, it doesn't bother me one bit. Yeah. Um, I'm at a point in my career doing it that if I go set up and no one sits down with me, I'm cool with it. it doesn't bother me one bit. I've met <laughs> hundreds of people. Like it doesn't. It's cool. Yeah. Um, have, have you had nice like that? Where, where people just nah. wasn't in the mood? No, nah, absolutely not. Uh, the only time that we did the way and nobody sat down was here in Staten Island. Okay. Um, but the reason is because I didn't set up at the subway. I set up right near the ferry, and it's not it's not a good place for people to kind of just yeah. walk by and sit down. So people will walk by and be like this. But uh, it wasn't like they were waiting for anything. So that's the only time I've done it, and nobody sat down. Okay. Yeah, I think the ferry, you know, it comes like clockwork, so people are not really waiting too long for that. Yeah. yeah. But, but Tom, I don't want to keep you all night, Thomas. I really, really appreciate your time. Thank you for telling your story. Uh, Really, really, it's, it's cool, man. Keep up this work. It's interesting, you know, seeing someone going out their way to have natural connections with people, man. So it's very, very interesting, and I wish you the best. I greatly appreciate it, man. I, I actually would love to hear a little bit more about like, your podcast and what you guys you know why you got started. Well, I think every conversation or every interaction has two stories. Yeah. You know, and I, I appreciate the opportunity, but I I also think um, it's important to understand your dynamic and some of the things that you're working on. So, um, yeah, what got you into doing podcasts? And, um, yeah, well, that's the reason what you're doing podcast. Obviously, we know you're from New York. Yeah. Well, well, what got me into it, um, it's kind of similar to you. It's just that, uh, you know, I have, I've, I've listened to podcasts, and it's usually like a, a celebrity or, or um, you know, an athlete or, or musician or rapper that usually um, gets a chance to speak. So I, I found it to be unique to have different types of stories. So I've had people who, they might be rappers or actors or writers, but they're not as well known as the mainstream people. So I just 
found it interesting to try to have conversations with those people just to get their stories out to you know to different platforms so i just thought that would be interesting it's something that i tried a couple months ago i just been sticking with it thanks man well uh it's, it's important to, like i said to have something interesting and kind of run with it um because you never know what, what could happen and i tell people all the time man i went from new york city to new york times yeah. um or new york subway to new york times i'm not literally just doing something i thought was dope and what's really what people don't understand is that we all got something inside of us every single one of us that thing that I just gives us butterflies when we're talking about it or when we're doing it for me it's connection so yeah. um I started out with a small idea and it got big. Now I've got big ideas that I know can get bigger. So now yeah. I'm like coming up with ways to put out other type of content around connection um, because that's where we're headed. So it's just, you just got to stay the course and follow the journey. Um, but yeah, kudos to you for taking the leap because it's not easy producing anything, especially a podcast like I'm going yeah. through right now. And not at all, man. Not at all. Taking the time to record and talk to is a lot of work. So yeah. um, kudos to you for following that. Thank you, man. There you have it. That's my interview with Thomas Knox. A lot of fun, a lot of insight. Just interesting conversation about connecting with people. Something that I said earlier, just something that's kind of difficult, especially nowadays where there's so many barriers to connecting. And people have, you know, so many ideas of, you know, I don't want to talk to this person. They don't know me. They're a stranger. But this gentleman, Thomas Knox, he's recreating that mindset he's shifting things and having people connect on a subway of all places where people actually go out their way to not connect but he's connecting with people and it's an interesting project it's an interesting idea interesting concept and uh it's something that i'm, I'm a little more mindful of now just sometimes I'm, I'm mindful more of you know making eye contact with people or get to a smile or a smirk, just acknowledging people because you never know what people are going through and you never know when people need to connect. Some people might not come up to you and have a whole conversation, but just you acknowledging them as a human being might be a help. And uh, this is a great conversation and definitely great insight and something that I hope it's going to make you a little bit more aware of just the human connection. Definitely. Uh, definitely cool perspective next week we got another great guest as i said earlier thank you again for the continued support we've been doing this for a whole year continue to rate and review on itunes well not itunes apple Podcasts. apple Podcasts. <laughs> let me make sure i say that clearly i don't want to get up apple to get upset with me so apple Podcasts. rate and review on apple Podcasts. you can also check me out on soundcloud on YouTube, also on Google Play. So definitely check me out, rate and review. You can email me, j at averagej.com. Once again, it's jay at averagejay.com. Also hit me up on Twitter, Instagram. Instagram is I Hate Average Podcast. Snapchat, I Hate Average J-A-Y. And uh, that's about it. I'll talk to you guys next week.